When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio out here at Optus Stadium. Well, my next guest has worked with Fremantle, Sydney, West Coast, and the Brisbane Lions. He was a premiership coach with Glenelg in the SANFL in 2019. He was an assistant with the Lions last year when they made the grand final. He's back in Perth now. He's working with one of the private schools. He's also doing some consulting work with the Perth Football Club. He's a expert stoppage strategist at AFL level, and we're going to pick his brain on who we think is rising and falling in the AFL this year. Mark Stone, welcome to the show. Yeah, hello, Duff. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks for the introduction. That's uh, all right, mate. It's a fairly good resume. Yeah, you, in amongst all that, have you ever had a desire to coach at senior level and in the AFL? Uh, it wavers a little bit with, with me, Duff. I, I sometimes think, yeah, I'd love to have that challenge and take it on. And other times I think, no, nah, who'd want to do that? It's a tough job. But it's never really presented as a, a realistic option for me uh, in the past. And I'm not too sure whether it will in the future, but um, it sort of sits in the background a little bit. So you've just left Brisbane, who played in the grand final last year. So if we're going to talk about teams that might be hard to beat this year, we might as well start with the ones you know best. Tell us about the Lions and what you expect from them in 2024. Yeah, I think they'll be strong again. Um, I think the the, uh, the addition of Tom Duday is very good for them. Um, and being there last year, we always uh, we always had so much confidence in Jack Payne becoming a better player and working with Harris Andrews. But we always felt if Harris went down, that well, that injury away from a bit of a disaster for us. So um, Darcy Gardner is such a strong, tough player, but has had so many issues with his body um, and, and hasn't had the continuity of football he would have liked and we would have liked with him. So Tom Duday is a really good addition for them down back. I think the midfield is just going to get stronger. Um, as players develop their ability to play through there, I uh, talk of Cam Rayner as he gets a little bit fitter and able to cover the ground. Uh, Zach Bailey goes through there a little bit more. And those two young young boys that debuted last year, Will Ashcroft, when he's back fit again, and, um, and uh, Jasper Fletcher. Young winger, um, Jasper Fletcher, I mean, they, they were just real surprise, or well, not surprise packets. We knew how good they were, but I think they took the competition by surprise. I don't think Brisbane are going to get any weaker. I think they're going to get stronger, and they just need to tidy up on a few little of their game situation moments, and I think they'll be right up the top again. The two local teams, Stoney, let's start with West Coast, and I'd ask you what went wrong, but we haven't got that long. So um, where do you see them? What are your expectations of them? What do they need to do to start to make ground on the competition again, do you think? Well, I mean, everyone's talked about West Coast. It's... I'm not going to say anything new. It was, a, it was a disaster of a season. But in amongst all that, I, I saw a couple of little shining lights. And uh, interestingly, Fremantle in first quarters last year was 6-17. and 17. So we'll get to them soon. They've got to work on their starts. But West Coast were, were the same. Six wins in first quarter, 17 losses, which 
which wasn't bad. And I, and I think about some of those wins, and I remember there was a game against Richmond at the MCJ, uh, MCG, and, and they were all over Richmond, outplayed them completely. Uh, I remember watching them on TV against Port Adelaide at Adelaide Oval, and they started really well, same number of shots. And that tells us they've got capability and they can play good football. Um, but the statistics then went downhill. In the second quarter, they only won two for the year, two and 21. So their ability to maintain the uh, the speed of the game and maintain the, the effort required was, was not there. And we all know why. It was because their pre-season was so interrupted through injury and had so many players that, that were coming back from, from injury uh, and, and didn't have the, the conditioning under their belt. So... But what that says is that when they are fit, they can compete with a better team. So that's one little shining light, I think, for them, that they've got the game that can do that. And I think they've had a fresh start this year, so they should be all relatively fit and conditioned now. I know they've got a few injuries, but they're not in the situation they were in last year. And I think what's critical for them, Duff, is that the guys that are sitting in that 24 to 29 year age year bracket... I talk about Kelly and um, Witherden and Cole and Jones and Barras and Hunt and Sheed, along with uh, their the two captains, which I think are great choices, by the way, uh, Alan and Duggan. And I don't know those guys personally, but I think they're very well invested in the footy club. They've been there for a long time. They've played a bit of footy. And they're in that bracket as well. It's those guys, and I mentioned about eight, if they can take their game to another level, which they're certainly capable of doing, that will help the likes of the talent that's sitting there that everyone's talking about. And that's the, the Gibneys, the Reed, Hewitt, Long, uh, Hall, Marich. And Bailey Williams, who I saw up close last year up at the Gabba, and I'd, we all talked about him as coaches, and we said, well, what a competitor. You know, kid just doesn't have any concern for reputation or, or history or what players have done that he's playing on. He just goes out and competes. So there's another little shining light... <clears throat> And I left out Luke Edwards, who's a really talented player as well, has had his injury problems. So I think if they can stay healthy, and we all know that's the key thing, and, and build some resilience and robustness about their play, um, and those 24 to 28-year-olds can stand up and really play some strong football and lead the way, those young kids can, can find some spark. Um, and, and maybe all they need is a little bit of that momentum of hope and, and they can put a few wins together and, and who knows where they can take it. I think if they're a 50-50 team, that would be a good result for them. Yeah, I agree. I, I think probably even just shy of that, I think would be a good result. And obviously that is contingent on getting their strongest team out there and being able to get their senior players to be durable again. Hey, um, Fremantle, we expected them to play finals last year after they did in 2022. They didn't. They had a 10-13 season. What went wrong? How do they fix it? And can they fix it quickly enough for Justin Longmuir? Well, to answer that really quickly, I think they can fix it. Um, and I guess their season was disappointing on the back of their 22 year, where they finished fifth in the competition and played finals. And within that top eight, they, they were equal first for points against. So their defence was as good as anyone in the competition. They were equal with Melbourne. Um, but as uh, in, in terms of that top eight, they were last for scoring. So... In 23, I think what they tried to do was increase their scoring power and their offence. <clears throat> but in doing that, they lost a bit of defence. Uh, so they went from 75 points a game on average up to 80. So they gained a goal, but they lost three goals in defence. It went from 64 to 83. Um, and as I mentioned, the starts didn't help them. So they were 6-17 and 17 in first quarters. So they were chasing tail a little bit, which takes a lot of energy. Um, and I think 
what sort of maybe not so much surprised them, but surprised others around is I think personnel had a fair bit to do with this. Um, and in my experience with Brisbane, um, if, if they were a very good stoppage team in, in 22. In fact, they were plus three on average per game and sitting third in the competition. And what that gave them was the ability to get the ball to the outside. And the guys that used to really worry us up there at Brisbane were guys like um, Henry and Frederick uh, and Swakowski. And Collier had a full year, played 18 games that year. And if those guys didn't get you, Sonny Walters would get you. So their ability for the guys on the inside to get it to the edge was really strong. And I think they really missed David Mundy in there. And for whatever reason, Will Brody didn't play much football. And I don't know why that was. I'm not inside their camp. Uh, and obviously Blake Aker's left, who we've talked a lot about. He's not an insider, but a big-body player. And their clearances went to minus three on average per game, which is 11. So I think one thing affected the other. And their ability to, or their inability to win enough clearance and get field position meant they had to try and increase their scoring more from the back half. And that's really hard to do. But I think they'll be aware of that, and I think they'll balance that out. And it's good to see... This year, uh, and I have watched some of their match sim live, I've seen Nate Fife's in really good form and he's in there. And the, the young boy Johnson looks really good and he's strong and Erasmus is growing. So if they can improve their area inside to complement Brayshaw and Sarong um, and Jackson and, and Sean Darcy get going in there, I think they can re- rediscover that clearance form. Um, and then that'll help them score from more of the middle of the ground, get territory. But also in watching them, it's it's such a difference when you've got three bigs to kick to. So Matt Taberner's out on the track. Josh Tracy's training well. And we know what sort of a star Amos is going to be. And if they can keep those guys out there and you've got targets to kick to when the pressure's on a little bit, oh, I think they're going to I think they're going to increase their scoring. And um, if they go back to that defensive ability they've got with their back uh, their back six, um, oh, I think they can turn that around pretty quickly. Very quickly, Stoney, if you had to pick three top contenders this year, I suspect Brisbane will be one of them. Who are the other two? Well, I think Collingwood uh, would have to be up there again. Um, and then and then it gets really difficult because, um, you know, there's a lot of change in the AFL and things happen pretty quickly. Um, I really like the additions that Port Adelaide have got to their team. Um, some of their trades have been really good and filled some holes at that they needed, um, and I like the development of Adelaide. Um, so I, I think if if I was going to um, sort of go out on a limb, which everyone has to, don't you, and sort of try and select who the next two might be, I, I think Port might be up there. Um, and and let's let's throw it out there and say, righto, um, how about uh, Fremantle? Oh, big call. We like that. We'll get you back to make more of those calls, get people talking. Mark's, Mark Stone, stoppage expert, uh, a lot of experience in the AFL. He's back in Perth. He's doing some work with the Perth Demons and with one of the private schools. Stoney, thanks so much for joining us on the show. We hope to get you back on soon. No worries, Duff. Enjoyed the chat, mate. Thanks for having me. Mark Stone, of course, has worked with Fremantle, West Coast, Sydney, and Brisbane at AFL level, also a premiership coach at Glenelg in the Sandville in 2019. We'll be back after the break to close up the show.